Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. All right, welcome to your holiday Thanksgiving version of the 49ers Rush Podcast. I'm going to be your host, John Chapman. And what we're going to be doing today is we are going to be breaking down one of the most important games in the NFL this season thus far. Uh, if you look at what the 49ers and the Ravens have been able to accomplish you know, through this season, through the 2019 season, it, it, it's remarkable. Um, definitely can make the argument the two best teams in the entire NFL. And it's kind of like a collision course, and perhaps you know some have already put out the information, a Super Bowl preview, if you will. Uh, the 49ers are the number one seed in the NFC. They just got d- finished destroying the number two seed. Um and now with the number two seed in the NFC with the Green Bay Packers, now what they have to do is go cross-conference and play the number two seed in the AFC, the Ravens. So 9-2 uh, and two record, this is going to be a great game. And what we have for you today, we're going to go through history, um, betting lines. We've got a parlay bet. I have a super safe bet, a super crazy 49ers bet as well. Uh, predictions, players to exploit on the offense and defensive side, go over lots of different statistics, and this is going to be a long episode, and so so I do want to apologize right off the bat, I could not do a live episode, Uh, the family and I are on a beach vacation down in Carlsbad having a great time, and the internet's a little spotty, so I didn't want it to cut out in the middle of the episode, so do want to say I apologize for that, but please leave your comments uh, wherever it is you are watching this, whether it's Twitch, Periscope, Twitter, YouTube Live, wherever, uh, I will make sure that I, I take time to get to your questions and answers. But before we do that, I do want to say thank you for our sponsors, Manscaped, for making the 49ers Rush podcast a possibility today. These guys are the best in below-the-belt grooming all the way across the world. Um, they are designed to make men's lives much better. And so here's the deal. We are now getting into holiday season and Every single time somebody asks me, what do I want for Christmas? I have no clue. Um, I, I, <laughs> I'm 37. I, I've got pretty much everything I want. There's nothing really extra I want. But if you are one of those people that just says, I have no clue, here's what you're going to ask for. Ask for manscaped.com. Um, what you're going to do is head over there, manscaped.com. Use promo code 49ers, and that's going to get you 20% off and free shipping. And they're going to take care of everything you need, whether that's, uh, you know, we use deodorant under our armpits because we don't want to smell why not have the exact same thing for your family jewels they offer deodorant so that you can feel fresh all day and if you want to do any grooming down there whatsoever they have the precision tools that are nick free so that you don't feel any pain so again if you are one of those people that's just like i really don't know what i want for christmas trust me uh you're going to enjoy this manscape.com again use promo code 49ers for 20 percent off and free shipping so 
let's jump into exactly what it is that the Baltimore Ravens have been able to do this year because uh, to say that they have been special of late is an understatement. You know, they are 9-2. and two. They've lost two games in weeks three and four back-to-back. They lost to at the Kansas City Chiefs and then at home versus the Cleveland Browns. Uh, you know, they lost by five to the Chiefs, and then they lost by 15 at home to the Browns. So the blueprint for how to beat this team has been put out there. We'll talk a little bit about that later on. But if you look at their victories, you could probably make the I – don't, I don't think probably – they have the two biggest wins in the NFL this season. Um, they were able to beat the New England Patriots by 17 points. The New England Patriots only loss. Plus, they won at Seattle by two touchdowns. So, uh, those two are probably you know we're not in college football, so you don't have to like make all the arguments for who should be the number one because the NFL actually plays it off through the playoffs. So you know we're going to figure out who has the best team in the NFL, but. You know, if you were putting together a BCS type bowl bid, I, I really do think that these are the top two teams in the NFL. Uh, you could throw Seattle in there, but the fact that they lost by 14 points at home to the Ravens, it was a bad matchup for the Seahawks. So this is a key game. You know, they beat Houston by 34. They beat the Rams by 39 in Los Angeles. They blew them out. And that game was over after the third drive of the game. So a lot to digest with what they do and we'll go through each one of those but they do have some major injuries uh, especially this week they just lost their center Matt Skura who just went on IR and here's the deal he was second for Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl voting at the center position so this is an all pro Pro Bowl type player that they just lost and they're replacing him with an undrafted free agent rookie center Patrick McCarry from Cal so this is going to be a big game for Patrick McCarry for several reasons. One, it's his first NFL start. Two, uh, it's a huge game going against a 10-1 and opponent. And then also, he's playing against San Francisco 49ers who, you know, playing for Cal, that's kind of the local team there as well. So I'm sure his family members are going to be tuned into this one. And once he got his very first matchup and start in the NFL, congratulations. You get to go against DJ Jones, who's playing like a man out of his mind, and DeForest Buckner, who is always at that all Pro, Pro Bowl level. So it's going to be a very interesting matchup, and that is not the only injuries for their offensive line. Orlando Brown, um, their right tackle, uh, second year, he played very, very well last year. He's playing great this year. He did not practice this week with an illness and an ankle issue. Um, you know, if we stay on the offensive side, uh, Mark Ingram didn't practice this week either. Much more of a vet day. Ingram should be just fine. But if we jump to the defensive side, there's definitely a lot of issues there. Matt Judon, who's one of their better defensive ends slash Outside linebacker pass rushers didn't practice. Uh, Demonte Pekka, who's their defensive tackle, and Brandon Williams, their big nose tackle on their 3-4 scheme. It's probably one of the most important players for their team. Also did not practice yesterday either. So I, I do expect almost all those players to play beside Matt Skura, but the fact that they are banged up at those, issue, at those positions, it's going to be key because this is going to be one of those weird games uh, you have two of the the number one and two rush offense in the entire NFL going at each other. And so with injuries in the trenches, that's going to play out. It's going to show its head at some point, uh, no doubt. Now, the Vegas lines this week are interesting, and I think we're finally starting to get a little bit of movement 
back to the side of the 49ers. So San Francisco currently is plus six points, according to mybookie.ag and most Vegas lines. Now, I have seen several Caesars dropped it to uh, five and a half points, but currently, uh, as of this recording, you know, um, the the spread is still plus six over on my bookie. So if you're wanting that extra half point, which I do, uh, I did put a lot of money down this week on plus six 49ers. I love getting points. I've, it's a little bit of a slap in the face personally uh, is the way that I would see it, that we are six-point underdogs even though we have the best record in the NFL. Yeah, we're traveling across three time zones. I get that. Yeah, it's an early kickoff, which is dumb. But it still uh, does not give the respect that the 49ers team has earned up to this point. I mean, if you want to respect the Ravens, I get that. I really, really do. You could argue they're playing as well as anybody of late. Um, but still, it's there. Now, the over-under is at 45.5 points, which is interesting. Um if you look at what the Ravens have done, they've never scored less than 23 points this season. And again, playing against New England, who's on pace uh, to break the record for fewest points allowed in a season, they put up 23 points against them as well. So the over-under is an interesting bet. I'm staying away from it just because I do believe in the 49ers defense, but I would not be surprised if this game does go north of 50 total points. Now, the money line, and this is key, okay, and we're, we're going to jump into our bets of the week here. It's plus 210, so the money line basically means if you expect the 49ers to just win straight up without the points, then you're going to bet the money line, and that's plus 210, which means if you bet 10, you're going to win 21. Um, I've, I've got it. So if you're one of those crazy, I don't want to say crazy, but if you're one of those people that just really does believe the 49ers are just going to win outright, um, I do have a better bet for you. And let's jump in now and let's talk about that. If you guys joined us for the free betting on Thanksgiving, which my bookie set up, uh, congratulations. You know, I told you guys I'm taking um, the Detroit Lions, and whenever I posted that podcast, if you guys bet with us, it, it was plus three. They didn't cover. They lost by four points. So if you bet as soon as I did the podcast, I'm sorry you lost, but you got all your money back because mybookie.ag just gave that back to you. If you waited one day, uh, I rebet once they announced <laughs> the quarterback switch of late. The spread fell to plus six. I got more money in on that one. Not very much, but uh, that one did cover. So hopefully you enjoyed that, and if you did lose on that bet, uh, mybookie.ag, they've already put the money back into everybody's account. So if you go back and check nobody lost a penny on that one but here's the deal if you haven't bet with us that's okay here's a couple bets that i have for you this week where I, also a parlay bet which was asked for head over to mybookie.ag use promo code 49ers that's huge and what they're going to do is they're going to double your initial deposit so if you put in 500 to start they're going to give you an extra 500 dollars to bet um, as well so head over there if you haven't already and here are my bets of the week with mybookie.ag Real quick, I've got a crazy bet, I've got a safe bet, then I've got a parlay across the NFL. So my crazy bet, this is for my crazy people out there. If you believe the 49ers are going to go out there and just open up a can like they have been and continue winning, which I do think the 49ers win this game, but I think it's going to be super close. Here is my crazy bet, okay? You can bet if you go over and what you do is you click on the left side where it says props builder, then you go to NFL, click on the 49ers game. I'm betting for the 49ers to win within a margin, okay? And what that means is I have the 49ers winning between 1 and 13 points, so they can the 49ers are going to win, but they can't win by more than 13, 1 to 13. If that happens, which I do, 
that's plus 262. And so what, I, what that means is if you bet 10, and if that happens, you're going to get back $36.20. So again, props builder, 49ers game, and then what you're going to do is scroll down, San Francisco to win between 1 and 13 point margin, 10 to win 36. That's my crazy bet. Now my safe bet is this, George Kittle's back. And you can make the statement that this is going to be a battle of quarterbacks and tight ends. Very, very excited. But the best tight end in the league, which if you listen to this podcast, you know, that's George Kittle. So I am betting, and this is a little bit safer bet so the payoff isn't as huge, that George Kittle has more receptions than Mark Andrews. Uh, Now, they have a great tight end. He's awesome. I get that. But I truly do believe that this game is going to go through the tight end position for the 49ers offense. So I'm taking this bet. It's minus 208, which means you bet 10 to win 15. Okay? So that's my safe bet. If you're one of those people that don't like risking whatever and you want the sure thing, I love that. Kittle for more receptions. Again, you go through Props Builder, click the 49ers game, then scroll through that. That's where you're going to find that. Now my parlay of the week. Here we go. This is where you bet small to win big. I'm going to bet it on three games, so it's not too risky of a parlay. And one of my favorite things about mybookie.ag is you can buy points if you don't like the bets. So here we go. Here's my three bets. I'm taking the 49ers to cover the spread, so 49ers plus six, which we already talked about. Then I am taking the Green Bay money line as they travel to the New York Giants. And what that means is I'm just saying Green Bay is going to win outright. Green Bay seven-point favorites, and I love this matchup. I really think Green Bay just explodes the mess out of the Giants. So I've got San Francisco plus six. I've got the Green Bay money line. And then my third game of the week is Tennessee against Indianapolis. Now, they're half-point favorites, uh, one-and-a-half-point favorites, so it's a close game. But I am buying two additional points. So that's going to give me Tennessee plus three-and-a-half, which means they can win by, uh, even if they lose by a field goal, they're going to be good. I I love the uh, Indianapolis Colts and what they do. We have news. T.Y. Hilton's going to be out. They have several other injuries as well. And Tennessee plays everybody close. Uh, I really do think that this is going to be a close game. Um, So I'm getting Tennessee plus three and a half points so even if they lose by a field goal i'm still getting paid now if i do all three of these bets that's a parlay um all three of those things have to happen san francisco gets six points green bay money line tennessee i'm buying two points so that goes up to three and a half you bet 10 to win 29 dollars. that's what i'm doing that's my parlay of the week and i love this bet uh so again if you guys have any questions a lot of people will hit me up on twitter at jl underscore chapman and just say hey thinking about this bet what do you think uh reach out to me uh, i'm here for you guys whatever it is you guys want whether that's betting fantasy 49ers whatever um i got you i got you so please reach out to me on that again that's mybookie.ag promo code 49ers all right Let's get into the history of the matchup between the 49ers and the Ravens. They haven't played that much. If you remember, Ravens relatively new franchise. They've only played six times, and the Ravens have the lead four to two. Now, the 49ers won the last matchup, was which was back in 2015. Uh, we won 25 to 20. Uh, then before that was the Super Bowl matchup. Don't want to talk about that one. But uh, relatively new rivalry with a lot of 
not necessarily bad blood, um, but interesting matchup. You know, Earl Thomas, who was with Seattle, he's got his remarks this week about the 49ers making the pro, uh, making the Super Bowl. He doesn't think they will, things like that. Uh, obviously, Richard Sherman versus Earl Thomas. There's a lot of stuff there. You can go to the coaching staff. You know, Roman, uh, our old OC under Harbaugh and Kaepernick, he's there now doing the exact same offense with Lamar Jackson. And so as we jump into what these two teams are about, let's just stick with the offensive side that we'll go defense in a second. Here's the deal. We know this offense. <laughs> this is the exact same scheme, blocking, running, uh, the old diamond formation that we saw with Colin Kaepernick, Frank Gore, and all that kind of stuff. We've seen all of these things. Now, there are some slight variations, okay? And here's the deal. The thing that makes this entire offense so special, and I'll go through some of their stats, which they have the best offense in the NFL. I don't think it's close. Uh, I mean, they're number one in points scored. They're number one in total yards. They are that good. Um, If the MVP voting was today, Lamar Jackson is the most valuable player in the NFL. I don't think it's close. Um, Number two would probably be Russell Wilson, but there's a huge gap there. But the things that make them so special is it's RPOs, which I hate to use that terminology because about three years ago, sports broadcasters learned it for the first time and they've just overused it and now it's just whatever. But here's the deal. This is the most proficient run-pass option team in the NFL. And as you watch their film, every damn play looks exactly the same. It's very, very tough to get a read. And a lot of times, the offensive line, most times, they don't even know what the play call is. Uh, They block the exact same thing if it's a run, and they block the exact same way if it's a pass. So if you're trying to get an under key or an under read on the uncovered offensive lineman, which usually is what the safety or linebackers will do, you can't do that here because you're not going to get a true run-pass read. Also, you can't key off the quarterback because everything is going to be that kind of play action out of the shotgun zone read look so you can't do that either the wide receivers don't know if it's a run or a pass most plays because they'll run their routes even if it's a run play because if Lamar Jackson sees a linebacker coming up or a safety shooting up he'll just pull the ball and he'll throw it anyway so the key component here for the 49ers defense going against the offense is you have to be technically sound You can't overreact to your instincts if you think it's a run because if you jump up, they're going to pull it. If you sag back just preparing for the pass, Lamar Jackson to give it or he'll run it himself. So the the most difficult thing that makes this offense special is everybody's just kind of (laughs) buffering. You can't sell out to stop the run because he'll pull it and throw it over your head, and you can't back up or he'll run it. So it's a constant just hold on, let's take our time and make sure everything is right, and then you respond. And and so whenever you you listen to analysts or whatever, including myself, the, the common thing that they're going to say is this, oh, well, you just have to attribute another person against Lamar Jackson in the run game. And that is, you can't do that. It's so much more than that. It's It's much more... Lamar Jackson's success doesn't happen at the offensive line as much as it happens in the back end. Now, 
their third down and their fourth down plays and all those things are wonderful. And their conversion rates, their first and third down and their first and fourth down. Um, again, the 49ers are second and third right behind them, respectively, in both those categories. But what's special about them is he's going to exploit safety and linebacker play. It's not so much like if you put an additional defensive lineman up on the line of scrimmage to sit there and spy Lamar Jackson if he's going to do a keeper. That's not where he is successful. He's successful at getting your safeties to buy and then hit it over the safety's head or the linebacker where they leave. That's just what they do. So, um, you know, if we just look at kind of what they've done the last three games, the first team for the Ravens hasn't punted in three straight games. (laughs) Um, That's stupid. Um, They have punted it, but only once RG3 goes in there. And now they haven't played great defenses. That's against the Bengals, Texans, and Rams. But still, what they've been able to do, I don't care if that's against air. The fact that the first team hasn't punted the ball in three games. I got that stat from uh, BD Peacock. Shout out to him and the Locked On 49ers Rush podcast. He always does great work. But it, here's the thing. Let's just go through their top metrics, okay? The Baltimore Ravens offense first in points scored. First in total yards in the NFL. The most first downs in the entire NFL. Most passing touchdowns. He's got 25 passing touchdowns. Now, six interceptions is key. Uh, If we're going to look at the flip side of that, he has thrown six interceptions. Lamar Jackson has fumbled the ball five times as well, lost five fumbles. So it's not like he protects the ball completely. That's responsible for 11 total turnovers, Lamar Jackson. But uh, they have the most rushing attempts, by far the most rushing yards. They are on a historic pace. They are averaging over 200 yards per game. The 49ers were at that metric a little over a month ago, but have since we're the number two rushing offense, but we're averaging about 140 rush yards per game. They're averaging over 200. So the discrepancy between the first place and second place rushing attacks in the NFL, it's 70 yards. That is a huge gap. They have 17 rushing touchdowns first in the league, and they're averaging 5.7, 5.7 rush yards per attempt. Pretty damn special. Um, this is interesting. So whenever you look at the standpoint, you know, when they played against the New England Patriots, everybody's like, oh, number one defense versus number one offense. And I kept telling everybody, no, 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 no. The reason why the Patriots' defense is so special is because of their secondary. They're not their front seven's good. I'm not trying to say they're not good, but they have a historically great secondary. Uh, the Patriots do. Now, if we look at the 49ers, we have a historically great front four. So this is the matchup. Whenever you're talking about number one rushing offense in the league, uh, the Ravens versus the number one fewest yards allowed in the league, 49ers. That this is the matchup. This is strength against strength. Uh, it wasn't the same for the Patriots. That's not what they're great at. The 49ers are great at stopping the run. So. You've got to love kind of what's happening there. Now, weaknesses, they don't really have one. I guess their only weakness is they don't throw the ball very much. They are second to last in passing attempts, but their efficiency is great. You know, they average 7.2 pass yards per attempt, which is top five in the NFL, and that's really it. There are no negatives besides the fact that they do put the ball on the ground um, a little bit more often than they should, but they're still top five in that. Um, There's no weaknesses to this defense uh, outside of just some personnel with their center uh, leaving. Now, as far as their scheme, again, run pass, 
options. That's all they do. Everything is identical. You don't really know what the play is until you're about two seconds into it, a second and a half into it. Now, they do a lot of very similar personnel groupings to what we do. 13 personnel sets, three tight ends, two tight ends. They do use a fullback, and we do see the diamond formation that we always used to see with Colin Kaepernick as well. Now, tendencies, again, first in the NFL and third down conversion rate, 50%. First in the NFL, fourth down conversion rate, 76% on fourth downs. Uh, they go for it a lot. And so if, if we look at this, and here's the deal, the 49ers, just likewise, we're the best at both of those with our defense. So third and fourth downs are going to be key. And if the 49ers can continue to answer the call, if Jimmy Ward can continue to just shine on third and fourth downs, the 49ers are going to get great field position. And that's hidden yardage that's going to help the 49ers be able to score a lot more. So third and fourth downs when the Ravens are out there, we're going to have to continue to capitalize because this Ravens offense is used to constantly just continuing drives down the field. And they'll go for it on fourth and down on their own side of the field. They do not care. They're very, very aggressive. And their mindset is you're going to have to score 40 to beat us. So we're going to just keep going. Now, um, when they run the ball, they love to run it on the outside, and I think this is the biggest problem for the 49ers defense. Uh, The 49ers defense is great, historically great, in fact. But the issues that we have had is outside contain with our safeties um, on that zone read where, you know, what the 49ers do is whenever the quarterback rides the running back and then pulls it, They get a down block on the play side. Our defensive ends crash. That's what they're taught to do. The problem that we have had, okay, big Fred Warner fan, NFC player of the week last week, he responded great. But the problem that we have had is when we have a running quarterback, Fred Warner, who's supposed to gap exchange and get to the outside to take the quarterback, he has not done that. Uh, Against two games, against uh, Arizona and Kyler Murray, he didn't do it. And against Russell Wilson, he didn't do it. Now you're playing against the most mobile quarterback that we've had in a decade. Can he respond? Uh, That's going to be one of the premier matchups is can Fred Warner not bite on the dive on the zone option uh, or the zone read? If he can replace outside and contain Lamar Jackson, which nobody's been able to do in the NFL yet, then the 49ers are going to win this game hands down. Uh, That's going to be key. Watching Fred Warner not lose contain. Watching Joukowsky Tart come up and fill and force everything back inside against 12 personnel groupings. That's going to be key. Uh, They haven't shown it. They really haven't shown it in the past two years, those two players against this scheme. So that's going to be key there. Now, uh, players to watch out for, obviously, Lamar Jackson and tight ends. Now, there are, I found it was difficult, a deep dive here into some advanced analytics. The one area of the field that Lamar Jackson does not like to throw to is outside the numbers on the left or right. Okay, he does not like to do that. Now, in between the numbers, in the middle of the field, he lights it up. In fact, all four levels of passing, whether that's behind the line of scrimmage in the screen game, 0 to 10 yards, 10 to 20 yards, or 20 deeper, his worst is always outside the numbers on both sides. His best categorical passer rating for all four of those levels, right down the middle. He loves throwing to the middle of the field. So if we can force him to try to throw out wide against our corners, 
I think that's some good things. Good things can happen. Uh, he's not the best deep ball thrower. Again, if we stay with left and right outside the numbers, he's one for nine deep passes to the offensive left. He's five for 15 deep passes to the offensive right, but 11 for 18 in between the numbers. Cannot let this guy throw it down the middle. Have to force him to stretch the ball horizontally. And if you do that, uh, bad things happen. So Mark Andrews, their tight end, you're looking at probably two of the top four tight ends in the NFL. Mark Andrews at Oklahoma has played great, but lots of negative plays as well. So he, he, Mark Andrews has six touchdowns receiving with 643 yards, which is a great year, even if the season was up. But he has four drops, three interceptions when he has been targeted, and two fumbles. He's much more of a finesse player, a lot less physical. He's basically a big wide receiver that plays the tight end position. Uh, so if you're physical with that guy, he hates it. Um, so that's going to be one of those things that we're going to have to hit. You hit that guy, I think good things can happen. Now, a couple players to exploit, and, and this is stretching it <laughs> big time. Lamar Jackson does fumble the ball. So if you punch the ball like Fred Warner's known to do, like DeForest Buckner and Eric Armstead and all these guys are prone to do, you can put the ball on the ground. He's got five fumbles. Also, their left guard, Bradley Boozman, awesome name, 22 pressures allowed. He's given up four sacks and five penalties on the year. So that center left guard, that is a place to exploit. And I'm really, really hoping that we get a lot of pressure up in the face of Lamar Jackson. Now, he likes to spill to the outside, but we'll just have to see what happens there because they love running the ball outside again. A um, couple tendencies when they run the ball. They have 58 rushing attempts off the left uh, end and 81 off the right end. They don't have more than 40 um, or more rushing attempts anywhere else on the offensive line. They love to attack the perimeter, uh, just going back to where we were with uh, their tendencies. Now, let's jump to the other side of the ball. Um, <laughs> what they're best at is offense. We, we've said number one points, number one yards. Defense, not so much. Do they have strengths? Yes, they do. Are they elite? No, they're not. Um, the only things that they are top five in, I say the only things, like it's nothing big deal, They've only allowed nine passing touchdowns, which is third best. Uh, they do have an 11 interceptions, which is fifth best. A lot of that has to do with Marcus Peters. He has three interceptions since they traded for him. Uh, he already Marcus Peters already has one interception against Jimmy G this year when we blew out the Rams. He actually played really, really well. Now we get to play him again. <laughs> so take that for what you want. Um, now, they are top five in points uh, allowed as a defense, but they allow the uh, 10th not the 10th most, I guess they're ranked 10th um, for total yards. So you can move the ball on this defense. You really, really can. And a lot of that has to do with they give up a lot of passing yards per attempt, 6.2 yards per passing attempt, which is right in the, that's average, and 4.3 yards per rush. So the way that the, the Ravens have been able to be so special is they get out to this huge lead, and then they just lean on their run game and force you to be one-dimensional and throw the ball. So what the 49ers have to do is keep pace. You cannot get you know more than 14 points down at any point if you want to have a chance to win this game. Uh, this should be a sluggers match where teams are going back and forth and scoring back and forth. Now, both of these offenses, the 49ers and uh, the Ravens, they can, they can put up some points. And, you know, we saw the 49ers score five straight possession or five uh, straight times against 
um, the Packers. So I don't think even if you know you're down ten nothing, you're down fourteen nothing or fourteen points, either team is out of this. Even in the fourth quarter, this is going to be a game that comes down the stretch. I don't care what the script is in the first half. Even if a team is down two plus touchdowns, it's going to be a game to the wire. I really do believe that this has the makings of one of the best games in the NFL this year. Now, schematic-wise, what they do on defense is weird as hell. It's a hybrid 3-4, but their nickel personnel grouping, sometimes they'll just have two defensive linemen. Uh, so they'll have two guys with their hands on the ground, and everybody else is just kind of standing a lot around moving. They do not like to sit still when uh, pre-snap. The safeties are always flexing up or moving back or side to side or rolling. They don't want any easy reads for the offense. So everybody is constantly moving. Um, now, once the ball is snapped, everything, their entire philosophy is this. A blitz like crazy, leave everything in front of you. So they blitz a lot. Uh, just their numbers, they blitz 20 te- 22 times against the Rams, 20 times against the Texans, 24 times against the Bengals. The NFL average is about 13 blitzes a game. They're way past that. But when they blitz, everybody bells. The safeties, the corners, everybody's in bell technique. And what they want to do is force everything underneath. Ben don't break mentality. They don't like to give up big plays. And there's one corner that is super aggressive. That's Marcus Peters, who we already talked about. So... A lot of the reason why they're allowed to blitz so much is because their safety help. They have Earl Thomas. Uh, everybody knows who that guy is. Yeah, he is older. Does he look like an all-pro out there? No, but I I watched three games of their coverage. I never saw him take a bad angle one time. So they limit so many big plays because he is always where he needs to be in the passing game or in the run game. Now, is he still at the point where he is always getting his hands on the ball? No. Where he's getting interceptions? No. But he is still that eraser back there that is where he's supposed to be at all times. So uh, curious to see how that's going to go because obviously uh, Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo has gotten better at interceptions, but he's still a little interception prone. Um, this is a confusing defense, and so there are going to be turnovers on both sides. I really do believe that. Um, so we'll just have to see what happens there. Now, there are some players to exploit. Obviously, Marcus Peters, even though he gets the interceptions, he's still giving up close to the NFL lead and uh, receptions and yards. So we can move the ball very, very well against this team. Now let's jump into, here we go, our predictions and keys to the game. This is always my favorite part of the episode because you guys hold me accountable to this. So here we go. And again, uh, probably should have said this earlier. I do want to say we will be broadcasting this game uh, through Hot Mic. Uh, if you have not downloaded Hot Mic yet, please go do so. It is absolutely awesome. I'm going to be broadcasting this game by myself, play-by-play, color commentary, all that stuff. Uh, Hot Mic, it's a uh, it's available on iTunes. Uh, Rush ESF, no spaces, R-U-S-H ESF, if you want to download that and listen to this. Because here's the deal. If you live in San Francisco, you're great. Because obviously every 49ers game is going to be televised. This is the early game Sunday. It's not broadcast everywhere. Fox has exclusive rights to it. So, like, for example, I'm in L.A. I don't get access to it now because I have Sunday ticket and all those things I do. But if you're one of those people that just don't have access to that or you're busy Sunday morning, download the Hot Mic app and you can listen to the play-by-play. I got you. Um, So even if you can't watch it, I will walk you through the entire game. So if you do not have an iPhone, that's okay. Uh, We're still about a week and a half out from launching the Android app. 
but you can listen on my Twitter feed at JL underscore Chapman. Uh, just scroll down. I will have that posted on there. It'll be a little bit delayed on the Periscope app, about a second and a half, uh, but we got you. So here we go. I created four separate kind of tiers, um, things that need to happen. Now, we need 75% of these, so I'm going to give you four different metrics that I want us to hit, and if we hit three out of four of these, the 49ers win. Okay, so for example, the first one's pretty simple. We need to be positive in the turnover race. Okay, not even. We need to be positive. So if we throw, if we have two interceptions, uh, the 49ers throw two interceptions, we have to force three turnovers. So that's one. Positive in the turnover category. Number two, we need to be positive in the sack category, which I think is probably the easiest one. 49ers are close to the league lead in sacks. I think we're one behind right now. Um, But anyway, we need to be positive in the sack category. We've got to force them to make negative plays to get them out of their running offense. We need to force them to throw the football. Now, I understand Lamar Jackson throws a ridiculous amount of touchdown passes. I get that. But if we are going to win, we have to force him to beat us through the air. That's number two. So turnovers one, sacks two. Number three, George Kittle, baby. George Kittle, back with our bet. <laughs> Kittle needs to have 90-plus yards, whether that's uh, that's total yards, uh, you know, if they run like a sweep with them or whatever, which we've seen in the past, 90-plus total yards. And the fourth one is this. The Baltimore Ravens need to have under 40% conversion rate on third downs when they're on offense. Okay, so again, let's go back for those. Positive in turnovers. Positive in sacks. Kittle, 90-plus yards. Then the Baltimore Ravens, 40% or less on third downs. If we get three out of four of those, I truly do believe the 49ers win this game. In my prediction, the 49ers win a heartbreaking, crazy close game that is just going to be, again— we saw what happened with the uh, heart attack kids a few weeks ago where it's just back and forth with the Cardinals. I think it's going to be one of those games. And I have the 49ers win 24-23. to 23. Comes down to the last possession of the game. But the 49ers defense answers the call. We win 24-23. to 23. That's what I have set up. Now, um, Again, we'll be broadcasting the entire episode with Hot Mike. And if you guys have not joined us over on my Patreon, I just want to say give a shout out to a lot of people. You know, we're putting our offense and defensive breakdowns up there. So if you don't want to buy the NFL uh, Game Pass where you can watch all the coaching thing, I got you. And it's over a hundred bucks to buy it through the NFL. Here's what you do: head over to Patreon, just type in 49ers Rush Podcast. There's an app on your phone, or you can do it on your desktop. Um, the Frank Gore tier it's just eight bucks a month we do two videos a week and it's all year long i'll be breaking down draft prospect videos again in the off season Uh, but you join that you get access to both those and i break down each play and we go through the entire game afterwards and i want to give a shout out we got a lot of new signups this week and i want to say thank you guys uh, because again this goes back into the podcast and allows us to do more podcasts a better podcast and create a lot more content for you guys so uh, thanks to all the new people that signed up petro and rita peter Dave, Reginald, uh, Bernard, Chris, Nick, Robert, Mark. Really do appreciate you guys and all the support that uh, you guys have brought to the podcast. It means a lot. Um, So, again, can't wait to talk to you guys very, very soon. we got a game coming up, one of the best games in the NFL uh, this week, possibly the season. Um, So, really excited about that. Just want to say thanks again, and I will be back with you guys shortly. And, as always, stay strong, faithful. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.